welcome dear listeners to Super Magic Time Friends. In this podcast, two 40-year-old geeks talk about four decades of geekness. My name is Emilio Guzman. And my name is Thijs van Donburg. And today we have some surprisingly feminine titles for you. From the 80s, the game Metroid. From the 90s, the animated movie Batman Mask of the Phantasm. From the Zeros, the movie Sky High. And from the 10s, an episode of Game of Thrones. And the theme of this episode is It Was a Woman All Along. Which, um, yeah, let's be honest, it's it's technically a spoiler. This whole, yeah. Yeah, this, this whole uh, uh, episode is a spoiler. But, well, one is a spoiler for uh, uh, a 35-year-old game that has barely any story in it. Yeah, that everybody knows. Everybody yeah. knows that one. It's, yeah. <laughs> if um, you didn't, it's a character in Smash Bros. It, it's just so yeah. obvious. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, one is a spoiler for... Uh, um, almost 30 year old movie yeah uh, one is for a 15 year old movie that you probably weren't going to watch anyway <laughs> and uh one is uh, game of thrones so don't, don't worry uh don't yeah, worry the one of game it. of thrones is isn't a, a, a big spoiler uh by no, by no, all no, means no no uh, it's, no, no it's, it isn't. it's a character reveal more yeah maybe for the, the the batman movie it's the biggest spoiler but uh yeah even then and if you didn't see that one coming, <laughs> you're probably not the world's greatest detective. <laughs> That's a, a little spoiler for for what I'm going to say about that one. Um, yeah, I love this trope. Uh, it's yeah. a very cool trope. Uh, it's of course a feminist statement, but it yeah, it's it also feels a bit weird because technically, yeah, it shouldn't matter, of course. No, uh, and for yeah, for. For men, it shouldn't feel surprising if a character is revealed to be a woman, because yeah, because that's what we're doing here, right? There's a character in the story with, well, usually with a mask on. Yeah, uh, I think in every one of our titles this week, the the character we're talking about has a mask on. Yeah, has a covered face. Uh, not, yeah. not is a helmet a mask? Uh, is is quite yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. but yeah um yeah and, uh, and, and 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 at one point that mask is going off or that helmet is going off and we all can see that it was a woman all along yeah, yeah. and usually that that protagonist or or villain is is usually a, a, a person of power so uh that yeah. makes it revealing that it's uh, a a woman because the men who watch it feel surprised that someone with power is not a man and that of course is a bit sad but it's also it yeah for, for a woman it, it it might feel empowering it is a trope that i uh, i love uh when it's uh from the 80s or the 90s uh, mm -hmm. but right now I, I i want to see it less and less because um yeah yeah it shouldn't feel like any surprise uh, when uh, a protagonist is, is is revealed to be a woman no it's right? not a statement it's, anymore now it's no. just silly if you do it yeah now. yeah yeah i I, yeah. I do think so and 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 i also think it's it's yeah it's it's just way cooler if you see someone from the beginning being a, a woman <laughs> yeah and it's with and power it's, yeah and and uh, the thought behind it is very binary 
Uh, yeah, that that's that's another problem with it nowadays, and and yeah, and we don't always know what what the intention is behind no. The, no. the the trope. Maybe it was just well luck based that that, <laughs> that the character they chose to be the one behind the mask to be a woman. But we don't always know that. But no. uh, yeah, like like it's... with uh, this is a, a spoiler for the first uh, title that we're going to discuss, Metroid. Uh, one person on the dev team just said, "Wouldn't it be cool if if yeah. the protagonist <laughs> is a woman?" <laughs> yeah. So yeah, great. and that's uh, they they all thought, "Yeah, that's cool," and and uh, they went with it. Yeah. Oh, the, the the funny thing is is that we um we already discussed this uh an, a title with this theme uh, on our uh, on episode eighteen uh, we discussed uh, the comic uh, Team America. Oh, the motorcycle episode. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, yeah. that has, well, a, a big reveal. Uh, the Marauder, yeah, the <laughs> yeah. mysterious motorcyclist. Um, Who is it? Yeah, Who it's, could it be? It's, it, yeah, it, it revealed to be a, a woman, one of the... Yeah. The girlfriend uh, motor, of the mechanic. Of, yeah, of the mechanics, the mechanic's wife. Wrench. <laughs> Wrench girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, yeah Why do Ranch. I remember this? Song? How could I forget it? <laughs> It's called Ranch. Um, but she, yeah, she, but it, it isn't a feminist statement in that one. Uh, because no. the, the, those five male motorcyclists, uh, uh, they all have a superpower uh, that w without knowing it uh, allows them to project their, their motorcycle skills into a random person who happens to be around. So, <laughs> so this isn't a feminist. She, she was just standing there. This is, <laughs> and it's oh, also man. not really feminist if, if 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 the outcome of the story is that five men are controlling a woman. Uh, that is not. <laughs> no. not, not Let's uh, read that comic again and look for other tropes in that comic, <laughs> so we can make every week we can we have a, an excuse to talk about <laughs> Team America. <laughs> well, I, I think. It, it was so cliché that I think there are hundreds of tropes in, in that one. Yeah. Arcade um, cabinets uh, c coming to life. Exactly. <laughs> that's yeah, one. that's one. But uh, <laughs> let me be bold here. Let me be bold here and say that the trope, uh, there's a masked uh, character or a character with a helmet on and it's revealed to be a character we or we've already seen. That's... It's a dumb trope of its own. Yeah. It doesn't even matter if there's a woman behind the mask. Uh, that's what I learned this week. It's, it's such a dumb trope. Yeah. And then I don't know if I want to see it ever again. <laughs> but we're but, going to discuss it this whole episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and with our theme in mind, uh, we'll ask the question of the week. And this week, the question of the week is, which title deserves even more? women uh so we're going to rank the titles uh with that question in mind and uh yeah the outcome is going to surprise you <laughs> oh uh, one quick side note before we uh, start discussing our titles uh thank you simon x for your uh lovely review yeah it made our day great and you can do that too well on on, on your podcast app of your choice you can give us a review Except yeah. for Spotify, right? It's weird. But it helps us a lot. So uh, it thank helps you a very lot. Much. Yeah, thank you very much. So without further ado, let me take you back to 1986. 
Sometimes I wish I could change the past. Sure, I would try to use my power for the good of humanity. I would try to prevent wars and disasters, but I would also give eight-year-old me a Nintendo Entertainment System with the game Metroid. <laughs> that first experience of playing this game from 1986 uh, must have been so, so thrilling. Uh, knowing nothing of the lore, that, 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 yeah, that first experience must have been so intense and so exhilarating. Uh, and, and now I can only imagine how it must have felt, that, 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 that feeling of being all alone on, on an alien planet with, with only one message. Uh, yeah very poorly written emergency order uh, <laughs> defeat the metroid of the planet zebeth <laughs> and destroy the mother brain the mechanical life vein that is hardly a clue of what is about to come and um, yeah meanwhile the music fills you with, with just with anxiety as you start walking to the right because that is what this game company taught you. You keep walking to the right and you save the princess. Uh, and yeah, one experience that eight-year-old me couldn't have is, is that I, I now know that Metroid uh, uh, would give birth to an entire uh, uh, genre of games. And, and that this yeah, pioneering game is already such a good Metroidvania. So weird to call it Metroidvania if it's be, be, because the 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 Vania part of Metroidvania, uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night, would, well that came out uh, in the late nineties. Yeah. So so yeah, that that genre wasn't wasn't called that yet. But now we call it in Metroidvania. But well then, well then it was just Metroid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And 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 this being its 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 first, it it, it must have felt so like a, like a culture shock back then that going to the left. Man. You know, if you went to the left, just and then finding there a permanent power-up, not a star that makes you no. vulnerable for a little while, but a permanent power-up. It's just in 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 Mario Bros. Uh, what came a year before this, you couldn't even go left. No, when you've already been to the right, you couldn't go back. <laughs> no, so no. no. Oh yeah, so yeah. You would. This was you could, amazing. but you just kept on walking to a, <laughs> an invisible wall. Being yeah. the end of your screen. Yeah, I truly think that, and and that's not the only culture shock. I I, I think I doubt I doubt that that age old me would have been able to to make it to the ending because this is a hard game. But that experience must have felt like a culture shock too. The 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 character you have been playing is not a man saving a princess. It no. it's a woman saving the entire universe. Um, yeah. And that's yeah. Can I talk uh, for a bit about the? Uh, well, well, you were talking about the the message you get before you start a game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What I think is hilarious is the message you get when you finish the game. Yeah, it's really. It goes funny. like this. It's 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 such a bummer. Great, you fulfilled your mission. It will revive peace in space, but it may be invaded by the Metroid. Pray for a true peace in space. <laughs> oh, thank you very much yeah, for yeah. this depressing message. But maybe the, the weirdest thing about this message is the word great. <laughs> it's, yeah. not, it's not a word I'd use if some somebody just finished the hardest mission in human history. <laughs> great. Great. <laughs> I say great, but well, I took out the trash Good for and I you. did the dishes. <laughs> then you'd say great. You yeah. don't say great. 
after doing this, <laughs> defeating the mother brain. And yeah, well, if, as you probably uh, noticed from my uh, uh, sentimental introduction, uh, that yeah, well, playing uh, Metroid this week um, for the first time ever, I have to say, uh, uh, was also yeah. quite amazing. I've played. It was uh, really. Uh, it's really interesting to me because you have hadn't played uh, played it ever before no. uh, to hear what you what, what your thoughts were because you, you you knew what it was you have seen it yeah and I played uh, Super Metroid of course and, and ah, yeah uh, of course. yeah yeah but, but it's it's uh, knowing what it is and where it came from it, it's just so it's so interesting uh, it's magical uh, right yeah. yeah yeah and I I I was amazed with how good it already is and 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 even Though I, I know that the protagonist is a woman named uh, Samus Aran, uh, the best uh, bounty hunter in space, it was still so surprising, everything to me. It, it just, um, let me tell you a bit about the story, uh, uh, of yeah. what there is of story. Uh, the year is uh, 20X5. And uh, <laughs> yeah, counting has apparently drastically changed in, in the future. Well, um, in, in Mega Man, it's always 20XX. So it's <laughs> even uh, deteriorated <laughs> yeah. more, That's the counting. True. Yeah. Uh, but the year uh, uh, is probably uh, 2075, uh, 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 learning from uh, the sequels. So uh, you are sent to the planet uh, not called Seabeth, uh, but Seabus. Uh, a mistranslation uh, that was later corrected. Um, ah. Also, the message that you read was later corrected. Um, uh, your goal is to stop the, the space pirates. Good job, boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, your goal is to stop the, the space pirates from uh, trying to replicate Metroids, uh, creatures that can leech uh, onto uh, yeah, other beings and suck the life out of, him, uh, out of them. And um, the Federation oh, has... They will. Uh, they will, yeah. And the Federation has sent you to shoot your way through uh, the pirate's base, uh, uh, steal their power-ups that are conveniently put there, and destroy Mother Brain, the biomechanical uh, mechanical life form that controls uh, the Space Pirate's Fortress. That is story you don't really get from the game itself. Uh, no, it's instruction manual story, right? Exactly. That's yeah. all it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is okay because everybody read the instruction manual back then uh, yeah yeah of course now, yeah. now they don't even exist anymore no so every uh, every bit of story you have to put it in a game but back then you knew that people were going to read it yeah which is such a dip so you can well uh, next week I'll spoil that we have another 80s game and they do the same thing there it's the, the, the story is, is very very meager in <laughs> In the game, but yeah. In the instruction manual, they'll tell you what it's all about. But to uh, me, which is nice. Is, I think that's. I love instruction manuals. Exactly. Uh, uh, for, for and to me, it I sometimes feels them. better to 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 uh, be completely blank when you go into the story and when you're while you're playing the story. I mean, the the isolation you feel if you don't know anything. That is yeah. something. Uh, yeah. That even is, works better. Yeah, I, I think agree. it works better, and yeah. and then later on, uh, uh, um, yeah, understanding what you have done, uh, <laughs> it kind of works. Uh, also, the the. <laughs> By the way, they were all transformed <laughs> children. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you, thank you, Manuel. Thank, thank you, you. <laughs> thank you for killing them. <laughs> um, but the um, 
Yeah, speaking of isolation, the, the music by uh, Hirokazu Tanaka, uh, also knows, uh, known as uh, Chip Tanaka, is, is, mm-hmm. it's just the best. It's, when it's you... sometimes surprisingly cheery when you, <laughs> yeah. when you get a power up or when you start the game. But, no, but uh, when you boot up this game, the music just directly instil- instills you with, with, yeah, with a feeling of dread. And uh, the further you, you, you get in the game, the, the, the bleaker the music gets. Exactly. Yeah. And, and something is, is just what, what to me stands out is that uh, Tanaka wanted the score to feel uh, like it incorporated uh, sounds from from living creatures and yeah i don't know that makes the the inside of of, of planet Cebus just feel alive like 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 something is constantly lurking somewhere and because the creatures don't have additional sound effects uh but the score functions as such you you i don't know sub- subconsciously you constantly are wondering who is making that sound what what is what is yeah. out there and uh, I don't know. It, it, I've never had this experience. That um... yeah, and there's something about the the creature design in this in this game that that f- always fascinates me. They're very simple. Yeah. Um, because well, in, in these days, uh, enemies were often uh, animals or yeah. some some kinds of robots. Often often very cute. This game is not cute. It's, no. Uh, in, in this game, you, you don't really see what it is. But it's so alien, you, yeah. you immediately see, even if it's just a few pixels, you immediately see it's not of this world. It's not it's not something we yeah. know. And you, and, you and get the feeling you so scary. You don't belong there. So Yeah, uh, yeah, that's uh, a good point. Yeah. It's it's and you don't. And, and <laughs> you don't uh, they will let you know that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it, yeah, it, it's uh yeah, it's it's uh, this game is hard. Um Yeah. And it is notoriously hard and with that i mean yeah. that the story of it being as hard as it is uh, um always i don't know it, it 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 didn't make me want to play it but i have to say that it gets easier the longer you play it because the yeah, power you ups get, you, you get collect very powerful exactly uh, and you... the amount of energy you can gather makes makes it a lot easier uh, uh yeah you know the, what the frustrating thing is about playing Metroid is it's it's when you die you have you, well you start with the same amount of uh, health that you start uh, started the game with yeah but your max health has 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 leveled up so you have to gather more and more health tokens yeah uh, so you're strong enough to well to finish the game and that's that's a frustrating thing and that's something that I. I think they would never do again. No, if they would make this game now. That's not. That's just not a thing. You I don't do. know. Uh, it 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 reminded me a bit. Well, Returnal has some sort of of a system like that that you gather extra energy, and the more you get, the harder you are to kill. And that's the mm. same that this game does because you can gather. Uh, you can muster up so much energy at one point that you're probably won't get depleted uh mm. and that is yeah, yeah i, I don't haven't know. played it yet it makes, but... it makes it very interesting and especially the well, there are a few power-ups like the high jump boots that yeah make you jump 
really high. And the uh, screw attack, a uh, somersault uh, attack that, oh, that makes you invulnerable in the air. Is so amazing. That is a game changer. And of course, yeah, the ending is 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 legendary. Legendary. Um, yeah, it's it's. I, I always thought it was. Yeah, it was really really good. It was great. <laughs> great uh, great and it must have felt really empower empowering to to female gamers at the time because yeah, a lot of game characters back then and for many more years to come were of course male but th there's one tiny thing that i i, I do feel <laughs> is a bit weird is is that yeah the fact that there are uh, five endings and for all of them samus yeah has less and less clothing uh, yeah. makes the choice of Samus uh, being a woman a, a bit less feminist uh, if you finish the yeah, game especially, more especially more. because that's the only difference between the five endings <laughs> exactly <laughs> it's just there are no her. branching storylines here it's no just, it's just her having uh, less clothes and it's 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 a reward system so if you finish the, the game more quickly uh, you get rewarded with yeah with her uh, undressing more and more yeah. uh, at one point wearing a leotard and and uh the best best ending uh is her wearing a bikini uh making her body the price so th that is n not really feminist uh maybe the suit is very warm to wear <laughs> and, and there's a lot of lava yeah and, and she had to hurry so she so she just was really hot in that suit <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that is the narrative. You're absolutely right. Can I talk about the? Can we talk about the lava for a bit? Uh, no, that's the only thing I hate about this game. When you touch lava, you are going to die. All your health health bars are gone in like ten seconds. Yeah, but there are some lava uh, places where there are secrets. Are fake. <laughs> yeah, so the secrets are placed at crazy 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 uh, yeah positions it's 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 not just it's not just collectibles no 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 there are no collectibles no. in this game it's just power ups game changing power -ups. exactly no, exactly it. it's crazy yeah impossible places so now if my my uh advice is always when you want to play metroid you haven't you've never played it or you once tried it and it was too hard play it on nintendo switch online you can save whenever you want. You can yeah. make four save games and play with a guide. Just yeah. play with a guide. There's I played with, with a blog by someone named Peter Hopkins. And I can absolutely recommend that one. Uh, if you're yeah. uh, listening, Peter, uh, thank you for all that effort. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it made my uh, yeah, it made my life as a space bounty hunter a lot easier. Uh, so thank you. <laughs> I was looking into uh, female game characters before Samus, and that was depressing, man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, the first is from 1981, so we could talk about this game. Uh, she's a protagonist of Ladybug. I am. But yeah, she's she's a Ladybug, so yeah. yeah. Female, yeah. It's a female insect. But she was not sexualized in any way, so uh, yay. Uh, no uh, <laughs> big boobs or, or a swimsuit. Just a regular ass uh, ladybug. In 1982, Miss Pac-Man, who was an illegal character and a clone of a male counterpart. So, wow, yeah. yay. There are some more uh, the years before before Metroid, but my favorite was uh, Ninja Princess from 1985. A female ninja in an arcade game. Yeah, that was cool. But yeah, on the Master System, she was replaced by 
a male ninja so uh so yeah just a, a great great game and um well uh, uh, uh october october uh, there's going to be another one uh, another 2d uh, metroid that i'm uh, for sure going to play uh, metroid dread yeah uh yeah really looking forward to it yeah and it looks so it's... good and i can wait uh i'm a metroid specialist now <laughs> having played the first having finished the first hey <laughs> yeah you did <laughs> so i'm going to take you back to 2005 now for a well a very different title from the moment will stronghold started high school he knew he was in for the ride of his life here we go not sure he's got what it takes. Step up here and show me your power. Discovering his powers was just the beginning. Because the heroes of tomorrow... Hey, you wanna dance? No. Me neither. ...will have to save the world today. People who have a subscription to Disney Plus come in two categories. Uh, some are geeks like we are, who watch uh, well anything with Star Wars in the title or anything that is uh, Marvel related and maybe a classic Disney cartoon now and then. Uh, the other category are parents of children who want to watch Frozen four times a day. But did you know there is so much more you can watch on Disney Plus? And not just cartoons, but just regular movies like like uh, Beverly Hills Chihuahua, for instance. <laughs> a, a movie about... Oh, I think it's about a chihuahua. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Uh, uh, an Inspector Gadget movie with Matthew Broderick that looks, well, hilarious. <laughs> I gotta watch that. Uh, Gus, that, that's a movie oh, wow. about a mule, a real mule. It's not a puppet. It's a mule who plays football. Also that's hilarious. That's, <laughs> I gotta watch that. Well, some people <laughs> like to scroll through Netflix instead of actually watching something. I do that with Disney Plus. It's like, it's like Rick and Morty's interdimensional cable. <laughs> but 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 what what's also on Disney Plus? That's a superhero comedy, Sky High. Yeah. Man, did we did we pick a weird one for this week? A really I would weird never one. Never watch this. No. It's 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 not like well, last week we had Generator Rex and I hadn't heard about it and I was glad that I well that I saw it and this. This didn't change my life. No, <laughs> That's the, no. I would I wouldn't have minded if if I I would have never seen this. this no, this, well. if, if seeing this made me feel just exactly the same as before. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, it, 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 by all means, it's, it's not, not bad. bad. It's no, not bad. No, no, no. It's it's, it's uh, just so yeah, so it okay. exists. <laughs> yeah. It's a movie that has been filmed yeah. once. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, it's uh, it's a parody of superheroes from 2005, and uh, the superhero movie landscape was well, it was a mile away from what it is now. Uh, back then, so this is pre MCU. So we have had uh, five Batman movies, two X Men movies, and a few Supermans. But that was a long time ago already. The, the Superman movies. So yeah, it doesn't it doesn't. Uh, well, it, it it spoofs the concept of, of a superhero, not not per se particular movies. No. Yeah, uh, and there, so there weren't that many cliches to make fun of. Uh, nowadays, there is the genre that's more cliche than the superhero spoof. That's it's, well, there are these uh, directors who complain that, that there are too many superhero movies. I think yeah. there are too many superhero 
parodies or or dark versions yeah, of superheroes. I think there are too many directors uh, that uh, <laughs> yeah, have a critique on uh, superhero movies uh, just yeah. for their moment uh, because that will get them hits. It's uh, it's super annoying. Yeah. Please stop it. Shut up. Please shut up. Not you, but uh, those <laughs> no, no, I, I, I understood. <laughs> So, well, what I did, I really tried to watch this movie as if it was 2005. And I did. Uh, but even then, it's okay. It's, it's, it's just not bad. Um, well, it's directed by Mike Mitchell. That was already a bit of a red flag for me because he directed the sequel to the Lego movie, which I loved. But he also directed crap like Elvin and the Chipmunks, Juice Bigelow. Yeah. And the best thing about Sky High that's a cast, I think. Kurt Russell was in it, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, uh, Stephen Strait of the uh, Expense series, if you're a fan of that. Linda Carter is in it. She played Wonder Woman in the 70s. There's a reference to, to, to that um, at some point in the movie. Uh, Bruce Campbell, uh, Jim Resch, the yeah. dean in the community. In by far his least funny role ever. Yeah, by and the way. you're forgetting uh, Nicholas Brown, uh, uh, who plays Zack, the the super superhero that can glow. He is a very very funny actor uh, who plays uh, oh. Greg Hirsch in uh, Succession, okay. and he has uh, another movie where where he's great, and it's just he's really funny. Oh, wow. And oh. I, I think I, um, I think the cast is so it's crazy good, and. I don't know. Please let them do something else together. Just bring them <laughs> together once again and Man. make them do something else. A movie with, with well, with that guy, I didn't know him, uh, to be honest, but uh, uh, Kurt Russell, Bruce Campbell, yeah. and, and, and Mary Elizabeth Winston. If you have those people in your movie, you can make the, the, one of the best movies ever. But, well, okay. Uh, it's a superhero spoof. But if you look a bit more closely, you'll see that it's mostly a Harry Potter spoof. Which is very 2005, of course. Yeah. Uh, Will Stronghold, he's the son of America's two most famous superheroes. And like all superheroes do in this universe, he will go to Sky High, uh, a high school for superheroes, a secret school. A thing, that's Harry Potter reference <laughs> number one. Uh, so they do the thing. Up. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. there are going to be a lot of yeah. them. <laughs> Uh, uh, it, it's high up in the sky, so they uh, well they uh, they have to get there with a uh, <laughs> with a with a weird flying vehicle. That's, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, they do that in the, the, the second movie. Uh, the only problem is, although he has famous heroes as parents, he's not that good of a superhero. <laughs> yeah, just like Harry doesn't have well. Is, is it a very good musician in the start of the uh, franchise? He doesn't have any powers, so when the gym teacher decides in which class you'll sit, ding, 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 uh -huh. ding, ding, ding. <laughs> uh, Will learns that he is a sidekick, not a hero. And after a battle to the death with another student, his powers suddenly kick in, and the day after that, he wins the annual game of. No, not Quidditch, save the citizen. <laughs> but. Ding. Uh, yeah, he, he's the first freshman to win that game. So, yeah, it's Harry Potter. But, yeah, the distinction between a spoof and a clone, it can be a bit murky. And that's certainly the case here. Yeah. At some points, I'm not really sure if they're just stealing or spoofing. But uh, most of the jokes are, uh, well, really funny. 
if you're a 10 year old yeah that yeah. that's clearly the the audience here uh some jokes some, sometimes you you will get very surprised by a joke <laughs> I, I made that sound so now and then yeah uh, surprised laughter yeah once again nicholas brown always good <laughs> <laughs> i guess <laughs> I know, I, I, had a dirt of him i, I uh, love his character is funny um yeah he's very funny yeah i i, I, I yeah i i I thought his uh, character was very funny, but uh, I didn't know the actor yet. Um, the scenario is really solid. I'll give him that. Yeah. Uh, it's written by the folks who created Kim Possible, which I've never seen, no, proving neither. last week's point that I have a 10-year gap in my cartoon history. Yeah. That gets uh, thrown in our faces uh, every every week. Um, but as you might have guessed, it's not the most original plot. Uh, you can see the twist, well... Yeah, the twist. Man. The twist. You'll see it coming from a mile mile away. So this is this. Yeah, it's a spoiler. But now, if you're going to watch this anyway, it's it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's you immediately. Yeah, it's 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 also done in such a way that you can recognize one of the actors that is standing next to uh, her. <laughs> and yeah, uh, yeah, you immediately. Uh, if you just think it immediately solves itself so yeah yeah <coughs> jim rush <laughs> <laughs> so yeah will and his childhood uh, female friend layla join the school and layla well she's hermione yeah. right she's, basically a, <laughs> she's in love with will but will regards her as just a friend uh at school he meets the somewhat older gwen grayson uh, played by uh, Mary Elizabeth Winsett. And from the start, he is head over heels with her. And she immediately goes for it. She, she flirts with him, uh, even visits him at home. Uh, and it's all just a bit too easy for a romance in, in a high school comedy. Yeah, and this is something comedy and I always have a, a problem with, with these type of movies. And especially, I don't know why that uh, is the case. In Hollywood, always the, the, the female characters are always way older than the boys so in this case uh i just felt for her because uh mary elizabeth winstep was 21 when this movie came out and mm -hmm. she is the playing the love interest of a a boy uh michael and <laughs> uh, was was he was 17 years old at that time and four <laughs> years may not seem like much but at that age it's it's like a twenty year old yeah. gap. It feels like you're yeah. kissing a, yeah. a child. That's right. But but in, in the movie, she she is older as well. Yeah, she's not a classmate. But that feels like one year. It's it's just it it always seems a bit. Uh, it always feels <laughs> a bit weird to me. Although when I was seventeen, I had a twenty year old girlfriend. So I take it all back. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's a weird so, detail. Uh, <laughs> why, yeah. why, is that in, why did I say that? I don't know, but uh, it's in the podcast. I'm not cutting it out. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, in between scenes, you see these uh, scenes with a masked supervillain watching over the school. And the big reveal at the end is Gwen was the masked supervillain all along. And uh, yes, it's, it's not a big surprise, but it's well done. It's yeah. fine. It's that it's I I thought maybe this is the, this is the one one version of this trope that I'm going to hate, but no, I didn't hate it. It's fine, 
And yeah, it, it, especially because the movie is pretty feminist for a movie from 2005. Yeah. This is yeah, uh, they, probably they, our most feminist one. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah. It is. Yeah, so Will's father is very old-fashioned, uh, played by Kurt Russell. And he still has his doubts about female superheroes, uh, even though his wife is one. And the female characters keep on correcting him. Yeah. And, and there's this, this thing that well, when you describe a person, and especially a hero, you'll, you'll make it a he. And the female characters always uh, tell the boys, uh, or a she. And I like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, it's a movie. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. can watch it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's weird. We're not going to place this very low on our ranking. No, because it's um, okay. Uh, it's not done yeah. bad. Um, but I'd rather watch uh, Ghost Rider, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I completely agree. <laughs> but it's going to be above Ghost Rider on the ranking. Well, uh, shall we put it lower then? <laughs> because No. <laughs> no. It does its best. It just exists. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, but the big question is, is it better than Beverly Hills Chihuahua? <laughs> I have no idea because I do not watch that. I just <laughs> scrolled through Disney+. Plus. I don't watch those movies. Well, except for now. <laughs> well, uh, uh, let me take you to a great, great movie. Let me take you to 1993. This Christmas... For the first time, America's most exciting and legendary motion picture hero comes to the screen like you've never seen him before. The Bat! In an all-new, larger-than-life feature film. Now, the Dark Knight confronts his newest and most menacing villain. Your angel of death awaits. The Phantasm. I want you. And faces his greatest danger. Be too careful with all those weirdos around. A soaring new adventure. Batman, Mask of the Phantasm. The animated movie. Coming for a Christmas you'll never forget. Imagine for a moment Bruce Wayne being truly happy. He has found the love of his life and given her a ring. She said yes, and they are going to get married. If you can uh, manage to imagine that, you're seeing in your mind's eye a world without Batman. Because in the animated movie Batman Mask of the Phantasm, we learned that Bruce was once willing to leave his cape hanging in the closet for his love for Andrea Beaumont. Sure, he has his doubts, uh, but he also dares to admit to his parents on their family grave uh, that their deaths doesn't hurt him that much anymore. I thought it, this was such a beautiful scene. Uh, yeah. And he says that he will give the city more money to hire more cops because although he swore to, to, to avenge them, uh, he didn't count on being happy. Yeah, yeah that, that was my only issue with this uh, fantasy that that, that Bruce Wayne thinks that hiring more cops, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that, that, that the police in, in Gotham isn't rich enough. That, no, <laughs> but this is so, a, this is so typically Bruce typically thinking. Typically Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Yeah. 
Just throw money at it, man. No, Bruce is uh, sure uh, that is one thing that Bruce is always doing, but uh, uh, no, he he also thinks that that there uh, that crime uh, should be fought, uh, and uh, sure yeah. he he thinks uh, he's a big believer of uh, more uh, more police. Yeah, but the weird thing is, in this movie, we'll see that the Gotham police is they're just a bunch of assholes. Yeah, no, sure. Uh, they're yeah. his enemy. Exactly. Yeah, they're, it's it's corrupt and and they're terrible. So uh, no, not more cops, uh, Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> but the premise of just this give it to uh, Greenpeace. <laughs> <laughs> but the 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 premise of this 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 movie, um, Bruce being in love. Even, yeah, if that would mean we have to live in a world without such an iconic superhero as Batman, you you <laughs> can't heal, uh, help but, but feel hope that Bruce and Andrea end up happily ever after. Unfortunately uh, for them, this is a Batman movie, <laughs> so they don't uh, <laughs> end up miser miserable. Um, no, it's not a romance uh, comedy on Disney+. Plus. No, absolutely not. This is... Uh, this is a, a, a bit of a grim story. Very grim. Uh, Batman uh, Mask of the Phantasm is... Um, yeah, it's, it's a movie within the same universe as the 1992 uh, Batman the Animated Series. Uh, with that yeah, same awesome style, that, that, that beautiful 50s film noir uh, art deco design um, that was called Dark, Dark Deco. Uh, love that uh, uh, it was <laughs> called uh, uh, that by the producers. Um, and and by Batman, I think. <laughs> and the animation still dark deco. The, the animation still holds up. Uh, it's it's art deco but dark. <laughs> but it's it still holds up. It's so yeah, so, it's beautiful. Um, and the, the the story is 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 based on the comic uh, story arc uh, Batman Year Two by uh, Mike W. Barr, and uh, but it also borrows from the famous arc uh, Batman Year One, written by uh, by Frank Miller. Uh, and it is yeah somewhat of an origin story, but it doesn't have any pearls in it uh, because the story is set, set after Bruce Wayne uh, loses his parents. Uh, uh, so the movie shows uh, yeah shows us how he became Batman after uh, yeah already decide that he <laughs> after he already decided that he wanted to avenge his parents by 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 fighting crime. Uh, but 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 how do we know how it's how his parents were killed. <laughs> yeah. I gotta know, man. I don't know. Is is there any documentation of how Lupus? <laughs> Did it fell off a cliff? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we, we, we for example, uh, um, see him deciding to put on uh, a costume to, to, to instill uh, fear uh, into his opponents from the moment they see him because that was uh, his first initial problem that... Uh, he started a fight and they weren't scary, scared of him because he just looked like a man. Um, and, uh, and we see uh, Bruce yeah, climbing down the cave that is going to be the, the, the bed cave uh, one day. And yeah, well, we see Bruce uh, yeah. fall in love he, with Andrea Beaumont. Yeah, and you see that the bed's flying out of the cave. I think that's, yeah. that's the, 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 the number two behind the pearls. Uh, Ex exactly, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so there is one cliche origin. Yeah, the moment <laughs> when he thinks, "Aha, <laughs> bats are scary." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and dark. <laughs> um, 
Well, Andrea Beaumont, she's, she's the daughter of Carl uh, uh, Beaumont, and uh, he's a businessman who borrowed a lot of money from a couple of uh, crime lords and, and gangsters, uh, among whom, fun fact, is the Joker before he yeah, actually uh, turned into the Joker. So uh, uh, Andrea's yeah. father can't pay them back uh, and tells... Which was very cool, by the way, the, to see the, the Joker before he was the Joker. Yeah. That's that's something you don't see that often in in, in, in the old comics and, and, and cartoons. No. So. Yeah, it's it's and and he it's he looks as scary as he later looks. I mean you yeah. already feel he's, he doesn't he's, need to make up he's a creep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um and yeah well Andrea's father isn't uh able to to pay those gangsters uh, back and and uh, when they uh, come at him, she, she, yeah, he tells uh, his daughter that they must flee or they will be, be killed. And um, even though yeah, she just got engaged with Bruce, she chooses to, to disappear with her father and returns the ring uh, with a note that tells uh, him to forget about her. Um, and yeah, you see Bruce is really, really disappointed and brutes more than ever uh while he becomes batman um and yeah years later a new villain appears uh the phantasm who assess uh, who is assassinating crime lords while also andrea beaumont resurfaces in bruce's life and they fall in love again and she even uh, finds out he's batman uh, and again, Bruce doubts his future as the Dark Knight uh, because yeah, he's, he's feeling really happy again. Uh, and meanwhile, Batman is being accused uh, by, by, by uh, Councilman uh, Arthur Reeves. Uh, he accuses Batman of the Phantasm uh, uh, killings. Uh, he doesn't know that yeah. the Phantasm did it. Uh, so Bruce is uh, uh, accused of it. Uh, but Batman, but do give do give them more money, Bruce. Yeah, give them <laughs> more money. You. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, but uh, 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 Batman, who is the world's greatest detective, uh, thinks that Carl Beaumont is behind uh, it all. A really old man. <laughs> yeah, he's he's doing all those tricks as the Phantasm. Um, <laughs> Him or or his butler. It must <laughs> yeah, be yeah. one of those two <laughs> ancient men. <laughs> uh, well, it, uh, if you haven't seen uh, the movie, uh, you might have already guessed it because of our theme. Uh, they're both wrong uh, because the person behind the mask of the phantasm is, of course, uh, Andrea Beaumont. Um, uh, I'm a better detective than, <laughs> than Bruce is because I figured it out from the moment, from the get-go. Um <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was a woman all along, and uh, uh, we learned that her father uh, is, is, is is dead, and that the Joker, uh, in his uh, uh, yeah low-level gangster days, uh, murdered him in, in cold blood. And therefore, uh, yeah, their relationship uh, between Andrea and, 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 and Bruce is, is once again doomed, because uh, yeah, she wants to... Uh, take revenge she wants to uh, uh, avenge uh, her, her father yeah and uh, they get in conflict uh, about that and and even though she loves him very much she calls him out for being a hypocrite and this is one of the 
best scenes I think in the movie. Oh, I, she just I love Andrea as a character. It's such a great character. Yeah, and she just flat out says to him that he's a hypocrite, and he truly is because he she, yes. he asks her uh, what would uh, what would uh, vengeance solve? Well. Uh, I don't know, guy in a bad suit. <laughs> you tell me. <laughs> it's so, it's so who, clear. Punches uh, low-level criminals in the face. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's 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 a very very good Batman movie. Um, yeah, I love flawed Batman. That's yeah. Uh, but that it that's that's what the, the, this the, the animation series did so good. Um, yeah, I'm just. I'm just I'm going to be bold again. <laughs> uh, I think this is the best Batman movie, um, period. Yeah. Um, well, it it truly is the best animated one. That 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 for sure. Yeah. Probably, yeah. But I also ha- uh, take this in, in in. Yeah, I also put it, this up there with with the best. It um, it aged, It has aged so well. Yeah. And Batman live action movies tend to age well less good than uh yeah than 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 this than the animated series and this movie because this movie is just it's 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 uh, as good or maybe even better than the animated series was yeah it, uh, uh, so definitely at some, at some moments yeah definitely yeah. and I, I the only gripe i have with it is the the i don't know the the review of the phantasm being being andrea is is cool but the design of this villain is just—it's a bit uninspired, and I—I I, I, yeah, yeah. For for, for a, a bad movie, that movie, it, for a movie with such great designs, yeah, exactly. And for a Batman yeah. movie, it's just uh, usually the best thing of a Batman movie is its villain. So it, it feels yeah. a bit. It's not a—it's not a great villain. No, Andrea is a great character, but her villain persona is that. Interesting. No, she looks it's like the the, the reaper with with a weird stump on her right hand with a blade attached to it. Uh, not a cool blade. It's just a weird angle, uh, and she's really weak. Uh, uh, um, uh, she she hardly forms any uh, competition for her adversaries. Um, she uses smoke bombs, and I always yeah, have trouble believing exactly. that is yeah, that it, is my I, my I, biggest gripe with this is. I'm going to watch watch some YouTube, uh, some some uh, 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 documentaries on YouTube about smoke bombs. <laughs> Do they work? That's what I want to know. Yeah, well, well, she's constantly covered in smoke, and she sometimes even disappears. She just she just turns into smoke, dodging bullets and stuff yeah. like that. So does she have superpowers? Is is that the thing we sh- should know? No, right? No, we sh- but how the does thing he- we, they, they want us to believe is that smoke bombs uh, make you invisible and so you can disappear without anybody seeing you yeah. walk out of the smoke. Exactly, because That's- she also disappears just right in front of, of once again, the world's greatest detective. <laughs> is he not going to see that? Is it. <laughs> <laughs> But she was just here. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Is it magic or is he is he an in, in, no, illusionist? Is it? I have no idea. They, they tend to they tend to avoid magic in uh, in Batman. But but luckily the the, the Joker has a has a big big role in this movie. Uh, yeah, culminating in 
I think it's, it's a great fight scene uh, between him and Batman. Uh, it's in uh, Gotham, uh, Gotham's uh, abandoned uh, World's Fair. Uh, oh, that's such a great setting. Man, it's so cool. And that amusement park yeah. has a, a miniature market of the, of the city. You can walk through like like yeah a miniature uh, city and and that makes their fight look like it's a, a it's a kaiju fight between these two yeah. larger than life characters just rising above those buildings. It's yeah it's amazing. Uh, yeah, but it's it's so that House of the Future is such a good choice. Yeah, it, I think nothing more said than the, the ruins of a potential future. Yeah, exactly. I think it's a perfect yeah. metaphor for his relationship with with Andrea. Yeah. Uh, it's it's beautiful. And yeah, I could. it's so sad that that the relationship did it out did work out right yeah. because well they're perfect for each other. Yeah, it's just two messed up rich white people <laughs> who want to punch bad guys. <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah, yeah, that's one other thing. That Reeves character is just, of course, he's a crook, uh, and and he has betrayed uh, Andrea and her father to the gangsters. Uh, but he's completely right on one thing. He, he, he thinks that a vigilante like like Batman is a crazy and, and unwanted interference uh, 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 with what is yeah clearly a job for the police. Um, and he even calls him a, a potential madman. Well, he's not a potential madman. He's a, a complete and utter nutcase. Because in this movie, it, it is... Yeah. It's, it, Batman is absolutely loony, uh, apart from the fact that he dresses up <laughs> as a bat to fight, fight crime, but he constantly talks... We're used to that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and he t constantly talks to himself out loud. We are also used to that. But he, at one point, he stares at, at his parents' portrait for hours after saying his ex's name. And he spies on her with binoculars. <laughs> When he when she has a date, oh man, it's so wrong. <laughs> but but we love you, Bruce. We love you, Bruce. You no, you, no, man. we truly do. Of course. No, yeah, Bruce is the best because he, once again he's the flawed superhero. He's yeah. Uh, I love the that he's just depressed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What a great movie. Uh, well, shall I take you now to a more well controversial uh, title? <laughs> I'm going to take you back to 2012. Rise. Remove your help. Brienne of Tarth, you may ask anything of me you desire. It is within my power. It is yours. Your grace, I ask the honor of a place in your Kingsguard. I will be one of your seven Pledge my life to yours and keep you safe from all harm. Done. Rise, Brienne of the Kingsguard. La 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 la. Yeah, I I edit this podcast. Uh, you should know. So, I've probably put the theme song between. Uh, this segment and the previous one so if i didn't then i've clearly <laughs> decided to take a piss out of my past self my future self can be a bit of a dick uh well anyways we're doing it we're talking about the most controversial geek topic of the last decade game of thrones well 
Maybe Star Wars now? Yeah. Yeah, I don't really <laughs> agree not... with this, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, I remember during the first seasons that, that I kept on thinking when an episode was over, when this show is finished, I'm going to watch it all again. But when the final season had ended, I thought, well, that's something I never want to see again. And now it's two years later and I have a nostalgia podcast. <laughs> so uh, I watch it again. Well, not the entire series, uh, uh, just this episode. Season two, episode three. And I can safely say, it's still a very good show. Uh, I mean, it's just a regular episode. This, it's, not a, uh, it's not a particularly memorable episode. It's not the Red Wedding no. or the Hodor episode. or It's just a, just a regular Game of Thrones episode. And, and still, it was great. Yeah, that, this is, this is a, an example of why I loved Game of Thrones. Absolutely. It's, uh, I think it's an amazing episode. It, it, it has some... Yeah. It has so many memorable moments, but they—they they, they're not real changing. No, exactly, exactly. Very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what happens uh, in this episode? Uh, this this is not an episode you can. Uh, we discussed uh, a Daredevil episode a few weeks ago. That's that you could watch that just by itself. No. The, the, yeah, no, this one. No, no. You <laughs> no. no. without any context. <laughs> You've never watched Game of Thrones. Yeah. Don't start with this no. one. No. <laughs> Uh, well, what happens? Uh, Theon Greyjoy pledges his allegiance to his father. Uh, that's why the title is the house motto of the Greyjoys. What is dead may never die. That's a Game of Thrones version of what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. <laughs> and uh, Jon Snow is reprimanded because he is spying on Crestor. Well, reprimanded is is repeatedly punched in the face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, well, that... That's for for Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's just well, for money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right. they're, they're going easy on you. <laughs> uh, Arya is captured by Emery Lorch, and she sees her friend Lummy killed off. That that's that's such a good moment. Yeah. it's poor Lummy, but it's a good, great, great. Oh, scene. the needle. Yeah. And, oh man, yeah. And Tyrion exposes Maester Pycelle as a traitor. That's that's my favorite part of this. Me too. Uh, By far, one of my favorite scenes from the entire se from maybe series. Maybe the, the series. Yeah. 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 So uh, what Tyrion does, he uses the uh, the canary trap method, where you tell three people a different version of a story. So when the story leaks, you know who leaked it. Uh, <laughs> that's 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 a method they actually use. Uh, Trump used it. Yeah. Uh, recently, I read. And uh, have you have you ever no. used that? No, because I have, <laughs> I have nobody in my. Because you're, a, I completely trust everybody in my in my facility. Yeah. So yeah, no, I don't have that problem. <laughs> there's uh, there's nobody going to leak something about me. But maybe I'll leak this and then well. Okay. <laughs> uh, so we picked this episode not because of Tyrion. Uh, we picked this episode because it marks the first appearance of Brienne of Tarth yeah. during a tournament hosted by King Renly. And she starts the episode with a helmet on. So the audience uh, at the tournament and the viewers at home uh, has no idea that there is a woman in that armor. So she fights Loras Tyrell, a.k.a. Iron Fist. Please, can we never talk about Iron Fist? <laughs> I hate that series. Um, and Brienne wins the fight easily, removes her helmet, and the audience is shocked. It was a woman all along. Okay, well, not very long. <laughs> we have to admit this is the worst, worst example of a 
of our trope because it's just two minutes. Yeah, but <laughs> they don't it. know how, how long the tournament uh, <laughs> before that. Oh, oh no. no. So That's true. It might have been for days. <laughs> for Well, for the audience in the episode, it's, it's uh, uh, well, th- they would have thought, that trope, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's such a cliche. <laughs> Uh, um, but it is so, a, yeah, it is uh, a, a um, it is yeah it's a short reveal or a short yeah. uh, period before the reveal but it, the impact on her life is 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 ongoing yeah. so um, yeah therefore I, yeah. I do think it fits our, our theme yeah I thought it was more of a spiritual fit yeah. this 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 time yeah I agree yeah um, yeah yeah she, she she lives in a world where she's basically the only female knight yeah. uh so during the series she, she will be underestimated again and again and and yeah Tyrion is great he is but if i really have to decide who uh has the best story arc in the entire se- series i gotta say i Brienne. completely agree this is boring because i completely agree but yeah it's <laughs> it's one of my 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 and, and maybe my favorite character, although once again, Therian is absolutely great. Um, great. Uh, uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah, she, she, and I love the fact that she might also be the least evil person in this series. Yeah. She's just, yeah. she's the only good one, maybe. Yeah, she is. <laughs> uh, she's the, the, the sole heir to the island of Darth. But that's, which we learn is just an island. Is it nothing? Uh, there's nothing special about nope. it. And but she she was so unladylike in in appearance that no man would wed her. So she decided that she wanted to be a knight, and she's one of the most skilled knights in the kingdom. And well, yeah, for certain the most honorable. And I love how faithful she is and yeah. remains so readily. <laughs> it's just beautiful. Oh, it's such a yeah. such a uh, because she's. She honestly has a lot to 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 thank him for. Uh, in that, yeah, it's the uh, once again, it, it, it is, is uh, kind of the Middle Ages here. So uh, a, a knight, a woman as a knight was was unthink it was an unthinkable uh, uh, position for for a woman. So yeah, uh, and he just gives it to her. So that loyalty, yeah, I yeah. completely uh, can uh, can see why, but. Being that loyal yeah. to absolutely, uh, well, he dies. He dies pretty soon yeah, after exactly. this. Yeah. After after this episode, so she 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 uh, she she has barely any chance to to get to get to know him. But she's so thankful uh, to him, and yeah, really, I love Renly as well. Yeah, I was. I, I still think it's sad that he died so soon. And I know it, he dies in the books as well. At this point in the series, they they. They basically just followed the books. Yeah, but uh, but the actor yeah, is really good. I love good. that character. Uh, uh, yeah, it's a great actor. And, and well, there was barely any uh, well gay sex anymore in the no, series after yeah, he died. Yeah, which was a shame. Yeah, because well, there's a lot of sex, but yeah, it's just straight from from now on. Uh, he's he's one of the maybe one of the the the, the wokest people. In, Absolutely, in, in, in Westeros, giving her that job yeah. that was awesome. He made. He would have made and, uh, the end. It, it would have made the best king. I, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Better than Bren. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Spoiler. Uh, and, uh, I, I, uh, 
It's Game of Thrones. It's Game so, of Thrones. Absolutely. Well, she. Uh, uh, what what I also love is that she doesn't do jokes. She doesn't do irony. No. She she's just Brienne, and she does what is expected of a knight. Uh, nothing more than that. And that that's why she was just such a good pairing with Jamie. That 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 really worked. Although at at, at the the last few episodes, it not always worked out. No. The, the storylines between her and Jamie. Well, well, it's it was all crap. So it was just <laughs> downhill even, from. <laughs> even, yeah, well, even that storyline got infected yeah. with the with the bad Westeros uh, disease. Yeah, the bad well, the bad writing. Um, yeah, <laughs> and I, I, I it's uh, I, I love the the fact that there's another uh, gender uh, being concealed in this uh, episode because Arya is is posing as a boy. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, because they are lo- they are hunting for for a princess, uh, so uh, yeah, she doesn't look the part. Wow, does this episode fit? <laughs> yeah, it it truly really fits. And yeah. um, one other small uh, uh, detail that I loved about this episode it 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 has the origin story, if you can say that, uh, <laughs> of Arya saying uh, her list of people she wants uh, uh, dead out loud. Uh, um, she she learns that from from Yorn. Yorn yeah. uh, tells yes, her right. uh, that uh, uh, it helps him sleep to <laughs> yeah to name uh, the people that he wants uh, dead aloud uh, uh, to, to himself. Um, and I thought that scene was was I don't know it was yeah, it's a it was a beautiful scene, scene uh, uh, of him just talking to her and and acknowledging uh, her her pain. Uh, thought it was beautiful one other thing i i totally forgot about game of thrones is how uh, muddy it is how how damned (laughs) how damp and wet and and and, oh man it's 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 so gross you feel the the ache in your bones when you watch it just yeah and and then we are going to just well think about it as mud and then that's that's the more the most positive way of thinking about that stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're completely right. Yeah, <laughs> we hope it's mud. <laughs> yeah. It's just mud, people. We hope so. <laughs> so yeah, um, everybody can die in Game of Thrones. People like to say that. Yeah, uh, which certainly wasn't true. No. Uh, well, see the resurrection of Jon Snow. <laughs> yeah. But if Brienne <laughs> would have died somewhere in the last season, I would have stopped watching and. For that reason, I wish she would have died. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. I wouldn't yeah. have never seen those last episodes. But yeah, then I would. Yeah, I, I probably couldn't sleep at night for two and a half years now. So <laughs> I don't know if that's a, is such a good <laughs> idea, Emilio. It is time to rank this shit. Oh yeah, it's it is. Time. It's ranking time. ranking time Whoa. yeah, yeah i thought i'm going to give it a bit, it a bit much yeah, no i'm going to give it a bit more soon that's what i thought yeah <laughs> yeah well I, yeah, you you don't lie <laughs> that's, uh, that's what you did so we'll start with our uh, regular <laughs> ranking uh we're going to uh first rank uh, the four titles in our top 112 and well we had a, a great week last week this week again yeah, again uh, it's, it's we're going to rank them very high absolutely coming in at number 18 uh we got uh, a, a metroid the game 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, we oh, just... It's a classic. It's yeah. really iconic. Um, it is uh, 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 a, a bit of a... Uh, yeah, it's not the best game, but uh, it's absolutely great. I no. think Super Metroid is going to rank higher. Um, yeah, that's a better game. Yeah. But this is the one that started it all. It's a bit mean sometimes. Uh, well, uh, the lava is, is very it's mean. absolutely <laughs> mean, but uh, it, it started it's, a genre. I mean, yeah, come on. <laughs> so, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, play it. And then we had Sky High. Well, it's the, the movie Sky High. It's called Sky High, but it's, it's not very high <laughs> on our no. uh, ranking. It's, it's number 79. Yeah. And, uh, well, over, over top 112. That's, that's, yeah. that's not bad. It's in okay territory. And then we discussed uh, Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Uh, well, that is just such a good movie. We went, ranked it yeah. at uh, number 13. Um, yeah, we just really, really recommend uh, seeing this movie. Although we spoiled yeah. it, uh, it's absolutely fantastic. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, don't, don't worry, worry about, about that spoiler <laughs> because it doesn't. Uh, when you see the movie, you immediately get the gist of it. So, but the story. Uh, <laughs> if you're not Bruce Wayne, you will not be spoiled. Exactly. <laughs> So yeah, and, and 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 between Metroid and and Batman of the Mask of the Phantasm, uh, very near those two titles at number fifteen. What is Dead May Never Die, the, the Game of Thrones episode, season two, episode three, uh, from two thousand and twelve. Yeah, it, well, yeah, is is it a is it a very special episode? No, but but if you love Game of Thrones, if you love the early seasons of Game of Thrones like we do, then this is. One of the best examples. Of absolutely, it's, it's, yeah. absolutely. I think the Red Wedding uh, might rank higher, but this is absolutely up there with 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 the yeah. best Game of Thrones episodes. And 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 I, I and it's for such a normal episode. It's yeah, but that's the yeah. whole thing of Game of Thrones. Uh, you just watch it for the dialogue, and yeah, that is yeah. what went horribly wrong. Okay, uh, so uh, <laughs> we're going to answer the question of the week now. Yeah, and what a difficult question it is. I, I, I mean, uh, 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 yeah, uh, you came up. I with came it. up with it. <laughs> I was really happy when I came up with it, but then I had to answer it, and it was really difficult. Yeah. So uh, the question of the week is: uh, uh, Which uh, title deserves even more women? Uh, I'm, I'm really, uh, yeah. Uh, eager to find out what is at number four for your ties yeah it's metroid it's a metroid uh, yeah it has one <laughs> there's one human character and that human character is a woman <laughs> yeah i don't need more humans in this game <laughs> so uh, that's i just want weird looking uh creepy aliens and, and no no not not more humans so that's why well uh, for me at number four is sky high because it has oh. absolutely the same amount of men and women in the movie it's it's perfectly divided uh i hope that the hero uh, uh the hero i would make a woman so one more <laughs> woman yeah it um well yeah that, that's why it's my number two because uh, um, Sky High, if, if 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 you would add more women to this movie, there would be a chance that the, the main character would be a woman. And that would improve a lot. Yeah, no, no, I would switch it up. Uh, absolutely. But I would keep yeah. the same amount of, <laughs> of, okay, of okay. women and men <laughs> in this movie. Okay. Um, 
What's your number three? Well, for me, it's, it's, it's Game of Thrones. Um, ah, yeah, for me it, as well. It, it already has a lot of uh, 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 women, but, it, but I also, uh, uh, the cliche uh, uh, of um, is, of course, that, that uh, 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 more women in, the, uh, in, in, the, in, in top segments everywhere would make life uh, uh, better. And I completely agree with it. Um, but uh, Game of Thrones uh, is written by a man, so <laughs> so I, the writers' I room would... could have used more women. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's, exactly. that's why I place it at number three. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, really. That was I exactly the point I was going to make. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, let, yeah, let them uh, deal with that. Um, yeah. No, but my n number uh, uh, two is 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 Batman. Um, um, oh. There's one woman uh, in uh, this uh, uh, movie, and I, uh, yeah, so it absolutely deserves uh, more women. Um, no, uh, and, and, but your number one is Metroid. Yeah, my number one is Metroid because uh, it because it feels so isolated. Why? It feels so lonely. Oh. Of course, I mean, Matt, I was lonely during during Breath of the Wild. You were lonely during Metroid. I I, I was, but I. I really enjoyed it, yeah. but uh, the game isn't going to get any better uh, with more you just humans have in it. Samus have a, have a lady friend. Exactly, uh, Samus is the yeah. coolest person ever, and she deserves to have people oh. to talk to. <laughs> and then we could play the game together. <laughs> exactly. Now we can. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, my my number one is uh, Batman: Mask of the Phantasm because, uh, well, uh, I think it's healthy. For Batman to have uh, more more women in his I life, really or uh, well, uh, yeah, we can talk about that another time. Uh, if he, if, yeah, if he likes uh, maybe men more than women, <laughs> that's those theories uh, go around. Yeah. But uh, yeah, in in this movie, he is he is straight. Uh, he, well, they they, they they make you think he's straight, <laughs> and. Uh, and yeah, so more women in the movie means uh, uh, more chance that he uh, well stops being Batman, and that well that's sad for us as geeks, but for the character Batman, it would improve his it's life. It's the same as as, as normal relationship. As with Samus, uh, you you think of the character, you just feel so much yeah. empathy yeah, with the character right. that you think she deserves it, <laughs> or yeah, that's in right. the case of Batman, I, he deserves it. I, yeah. <laughs> and I didn't do that uh, with Metroid, so I put it at number four. <laughs> but yeah, that's how our ranking uh, rolls. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you want to see in our entire uh, big ranking, the, the the top 112, you can go to supermagictimefriends.tumblr.com. Um, and if you want to get in touch with us, want to if you have a question or a suggestion, uh, send an email to supermagictimefriends at gmail.com. And Emilio, I was wondering what is next week's theme? Well, next week's uh, theme is I lost my pet because it's going to be World Animal Day, the, uh, the day we're yes. at. So we decided to do a very sad episode about losing <laughs> yes. a pet. No, it's very I, sad. But it's actually a very funny episode and I'm really yeah. looking forward uh, uh, to that one a lot. Um, uh, yeah. uh, for weeks I have been uh, already. Um, so yep. we hope that I you tune know. in next week. And in the meantime, we wish you a super magical time with your pet. Bye, friends. Bye, friends. Bye, friends.